This is the 99X Technology Podcast. Tune in to RTN Tech Sessions every Thursday for practical approaches and solutions to all things tech. Hi guys, uh, I am Bishan, uh, your host for the day. Uh, welcome all you to the weekly podcast of 99X Technology. So uh, from today onwards, we will be uh, starting a new series and uh, you will be uh, getting uh, new content on modern Java related technologies. Uh, so today uh, we will talk about a uh, new Java licensing model and uh, release model. So uh, to joining me to the session, uh, Chintaka and uh, Harsha, uh, guys, uh, shall we brief about yourself a bit? Yeah, okay. Uh, so happy to be here about, uh, about a small discussion here about uh, Java licensing model and the changes and also on the release uh, things that uh, change with the time. So uh, to brief about myself, I uh, Actually, I started uh, developing Java back in year 2006 or something. So uh, since then, I've been uh, working with uh, for Java projects, uh, basically into the uh, G2EE projects, uh, so-called uh, JEE projects now. So uh, basically, I have been uh, developing uh, some uh, enterprise-level applications in Java, uh, some uh, stock broker management systems, and as well as some... Uh, uh, Spring Boot applications and those things. So, uh, so that's uh, about myself. So I have been working here for about uh, eight years, I think. So, uh, so happy to be part of this uh, uh, discussion today. Yeah, over to you, uh, Harsha, if you like. Hello, everyone. I'm Harsha, and uh, I've been here with 99X Technology for about uh, one year, uh, but. I've been in the field of uh, Java for about six years now and currently working as a senior Java developer. Okay guys, uh, since our listeners now know you well, uh, let's move to the questions. Uh, guys, uh, how has the Java licensing model changed and uh, what are the effects on developers and businesses? We know all, we all know like uh, recently they got changed, the Java uh, licensing model and all. So how that effect to developers and businesses? Yes, uh, recently Oracle announced that uh, from the beginning of 2019, uh, the Oracle version of Java binaries and libraries will no longer be uh, available for free uh, for commercial usage. So that has a huge impact uh, on businesses uh, that's actually uh, using Java for uh, commercial applications. So uh, as a result, there have been uh, major changes to the open source versions of Java uh, and other alternatives that's available. Uh, so organizations who want to uh, use Oracle Java now has to purchase uh, a licensing agreement, which is uh, uh, based on typical Oracle licensing model where uh, if it is a server or a cloud version where you have to uh, pay per core uh, that you are using for the application and if it is a desktop version you have to pay per user uh, in the cloud model uh, you have to pay $25 per core and in the desktop model you have to pay uh, $2.5 per user uh, apart from that, they have uh, changed the way the releases are made. Uh, uh, 
new uh, release offerings available from Java includes only two tiers. One is for uh, Java SE subscription and uh, the other one is Java SE desktop subscription. Uh, the notable difference is that uh, you will, as subscription, you will be paying a continuous fee uh, to Oracle on these. And, uh, but there are other alternatives if you, uh, if you want to use Java for free, and uh, we'll be talking about them later in the show. Okay, Harsha. So, uh, what are the benefits of using these uh, commercial versions of Java and paying it? What are the benefits actually? Oracle has been uh, making available more advanced development tools uh, in their commercial versions for quite some time. And uh, they have been brought forward to the new subscription model as well. For example, if you want to use uh, monitoring, enhanced monitoring for your Java applications using uh, Java Mission Control or uh, Flight Recorder or uh, JRocket uh, flight recorder. In, if you are willing to use any of these tools, typically you have to pay the Oracle subscription fees. There are certain scenarios in enterprise application development where your uh, performance uh, details uh, should be continuously monitored. And uh, tools like Java flight recorder and uh, mission control, JConsole, uh, these uh, tools provide uh, very advanced support for that, those kind of scenarios. Yeah, great. Uh, so guys, imagine uh, if there's someone who doesn't want to pay these price to use the commercial version uh, in production. So what are the alternatives that person has? Yeah, uh, so to answer that, actually, uh, what is most uh, advisable ways actually uh, to use the Oracle a commercial version because it comes with a lot of features and it is with the latest fixes and everything. So we know that uh, still uh, today the most of the enterprise level applications are built on Java. Right? So uh, most of the uh, these uh, real-time applications and very time critical things, uh, very enterprise level applications are developed with uh, this Java version. So it is better to use the uh, commercial version of the Oracle but if you are uh, if you need to uh, get out of that and uh, do, get it for free there are uh, ample amount of opportunities actually there are like uh, uh, different open jdk's available even oracle itself they have oracle open jdk that is available uh, under gpl license i guess so uh, if you are not topped out to uh, use that one there are different other things as well like uh, there are major binary distributions like uh, Coretto from uh, uh, Amazon and uh, Red Hat built OpenJDK and there, there are ample amount of opportunities that you can uh, look into so if you go to just uh, jdk.dev uh, it's uh, available on web uh, you can see there are many other major binary distributions Oracle sorry the uh, OpenJDKs that you can uh, start with uh, developing java for commercial purpose and uh, the other thing is that even these uh, open jdk's they also come with uh, all the major patches and updates continuously so it is guaranteed that you will get the latest patches and fixes maybe security patches security fixes that if you are concerned uh, for all these uh, open jdk's 
So it will help you to have a more stable, secure system uh, while you are developing with the OpenJDK. Because uh, for an example, uh, in some cases, uh, your deployment structure, de uh, deployment would be uh, based on, uh, say for example, AWS, the Amazon. So uh, in that case, uh, actually it is better if you can go with uh, OpenJDKs like Coreto and uh, you can uh, use that one and get advantages of uh, the environment support also. So there are like uh, different, just to mention that Coreto is one option. So there are some other options as well, that, like I just mentioned, Red Hat built OpenJDK and those things. So like I said, uh, these things also come with uh, continuous upgrades continuous fixes, patches. So these are the things that you can uh, focus on if you are not willing to uh, not willing to uh, buy the uh, paid commercial version from Oracle. So there are any, uh, there are many other alternatives as well uh, as just we uh, explained now. Okay. So guys, uh, now we talked uh, all those around uh, the new uh, licensing structure. So as you guys said there were some changes to release model as well so uh, can you explain it briefly yes uh, with the new restructuring of java platform the release cadence of the java uh, binaries java releases have been increased uh, typically java has been released once every three years uh, and in some cases four years but uh, with the new uh, strategy to uh, release more features more frequently, they have increased uh, the releases, two major releases per year. So we will be getting two major Java versions uh, every, every year, one in uh, March and one in September. And they will be making minor releases once every quarter. So there, this has been a significant change to the way uh, Java has been released uh, previously. Uh, in addition to that, uh, uh, Java now supports the LTS versions. Uh, the major versions uh, released uh, once every three years will be considered as a uh, long-term support release and uh, Oracle will continue to support that. Uh, the currently there are two uh, major releases or major long-term support releases available. That's Java 8 and Java 11. And the next one will be uh, Java 17, uh, which is yet to come actually. So with this uh, release structure, uh, we can assure that a lot of innovation will be happening on Java platform because there's a, a, a drive to improve the quality and the features available in the language and uh, Oracle is strongly driving that aspect. Yeah, yeah. so as as I realized like uh, with this uh, new pricing model and all, uh, Oracle has taken this serious and they, they frequently doing the uh, new releases and doing all those patches and all. So I think that that's a good move from Oracle, I, I yes. It is, it is actually a very positive thing and uh, in certain cases people might feel this is a negative uh, because uh, there has been a drastic change. But uh, Java has always been strongly tied to the open source community. In some cases, uh, some of the origins come from there as well. 
so this is not a very uh, far-fetched approach for Java developers. Uh, what we feel is with this new uh, structure, uh, there will be a lot of innovation happening. In certain cases, Java as a language is actually lacking behind because uh, Java is a very large monolithic uh, uh, structure. So uh, Java always have been set priority to be stable uh, rather than be fancy. Yeah. So uh, because of that, uh, in the previous versions, uh, uh, Backward compatibility has been always a, a major concern when you are making uh, significant changes to the platform. With current developments, Java has actually uh, somewhat isolated and streamlined the Java development process. So they are able to work on new features, new uh, 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 innovations on Java platform, so the language can move faster. Uh, certain languages, uh, certain language features offered by other uh, platforms such as .NET or uh, in certain cases Python is not available in Java. And uh, some developers see this as a disadvantage. And in order for Java Oracle and Java community to be uh, able to cater for bo both of these ends uh, with providing uh, with the latest and greatest uh, that's there in language technology and also with uh, impeccable stability and uh, backward compatibility, you sometimes have to change things around. And I think uh, Oracle has done this in, uh, in with great intent, I would yeah. say. Yes. Yeah. Great. So guys, uh, with all these licensing model and these pricings and all, uh, how will this new security uh, patches and all comes to a uh, uh, delivered to the openness uh, JDKs? Yes, uh, that is an interesting question. Uh, there's been a uh, quite confusion about how uh, the new security patches will be de uh, delivered if you're using an open source version. Yeah. Uh, the bottom line is the open source versions are unofficially supported by Oracle. Uh, what it means is Oracle supports only the source changes to the latest version of uh, Java that's in uh, that's in release uh, that's currently available. So uh, the community is responsible for making all the security uh, patches are up to date and backported. Uh, but there are major companies working on making sure that these open source versions are up to date. For example, Red Hat and IBM are closely tied to Java community and uh, Java ecosystem because most of their enterprise products are developed in Java. And if they want to provide open source versions of their products, they must support and they must address that security issue. So I would be uh, quite uh, assured that companies like Amazon and uh, Azure uh, with a uh, uh, with their Azure systems and uh, uh, multiple other providers and vendors working on Java platform, they will be uh, quite uh, relentlessly reviewed and uh, these security uh, patches will be developed accordingly. And uh, uh, someone might question that uh, since no one is actually supporting uh, 
how can uh, be there any assurance that uh, there will be no security yeah. leaks but the fact of the matter is that uh, this development model has been working in uh, working very successfully in the world for more than 20 years now so uh, the community always acts yeah. faster uh, comparative to a paid vendor i'm not trying to uh, uh, discount the impact of Oracle has this Oracle has to be a guiding hand in this but uh, if you take projects like Linux or even some uh, major projects like Spring and uh, 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 some Apache projects the community always takes care of the security side of things as well because it's important to uh, their uh, their products so I think uh, in the long run of things, I don't think people have to worry about the security patches. Yeah. Okay, great. So guys, this question is just, just for the curiosity I'm just asking. So uh, what are the current uh, domains, current projects going on in 99 Extract Foundry using Java as, as a backend or? So, yeah, I think uh, back in uh, year 2010 or something, uh, by that time, we had projects like Corina, okay. uh, if I may mention the name. So uh, it was like a very uh, uh, electronic uh, document management system uh, built in Java. Uh, it was a J2EE project. Uh, by that time, actually, it was called J2EE. So now we call JEE projects. So and also uh, we had some uh, local projects also. Uh, I mean, uh, some projects that we uh, have done for the government. Uh, like uh, Lanka Gate project, uh, the Java projects, uh, it was a portal system. So uh, it was basically uh, uh, some uh, web services uh, that are de deployed to get uh, government services online. So it was one of the major Java projects. And also uh, now we have, uh, uh, I can mention my project, uh, Nordica project, that is also a Java project. And uh, it's a map application, and uh, total backend is written in Java. All the REST APIs and everything, uh, all the microservices are built in Java. And also, uh, I think uh, last year we started uh, another massive project called Drew, uh, yeah. another uh, enterprise level application that is uh, built in Java. So, yeah, that's the domain is uh, warehouse management. Warehouse management, yeah. 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 So, that, those are like uh, major pillars that we had over the time and uh, instant like think uh, it is not going to stop like it is uh, continuously going to be growing um, and uh, there will be a lot of enterprise level applications coming on uh, in upcoming future as well yeah. in java okay so there is a uh, so we have uh, talked a lot and many many uh, things about uh, uh, this licensing structure and release model so as a summary uh, can you guys just uh, mention a few key points for our listeners to keep in their mind yes actually so uh, the striking thing that we want to deliver uh, is that uh, there has been a, a major overhaul of the java ecosystem recently and uh, this has been in uh, multiple facets if i may uh, uh, the first one is the changes to the Java uh, licensing model and I think we covered that in uh, certain detail and the next one would be uh, the release model also has been changed which we covered later in the latter part 
But there's another aspect that we haven't touched on this podcast, maybe a topic for the next one, uh, is that uh, the enterprise development components in the core Java uh, releases have been migrated to an open source project. So it also indicates that Oracle is willing to uh, enforce more and more the community of developers rather than making profit out of the platform. Uh, so uh, the Java a Java Enterprise Edition or JE platform, as Mano mentioned earlier, uh, has been uh, migrated to an open source uh, model and it is currently under uh, Eclipse Foundation projects. So if you go onto there, there will be a project called EE4J and uh, it is the umbrella project for all the Java Enterprise related projects. So. Uh, with uh, all of these changes, uh, when it comes, is uh, indicating of that Java is uh, willing to move rapidly and willing to innovate than they did before. It's not uh, uh, even necessary to say that Java has been in the forefront of all, almost all uh, uh, development uh, trends uh, for the past 20 plus years. But uh, with these release changes, uh, I think Java community is rearranging itself to face the upcoming set of challenges. And if you go, uh, there will be uh, opportunities that you can look into where uh, Java now supports multiple languages on the same, uh, same uh, JVM uh, with GraalVM and other, other ones as well uh, by uh, Alibaba and uh, other vendors and uh, there's this strong tendency because java is such a huge platform that the binaries uh, sometimes tend to get big and bigger so uh, there are uh, initiatives in the community where uh, you can develop java applications with a very significantly lesser footprint where uh, they can be easily deployed into cloud and uh, cloud models uh, where everything costs. I think at the end of the day that that's where the driving force behind it that we are migrating to this cloud era and uh, Java which has been this huge monolithic type of uh, platform is now uh, adapting itself to accommodate more efficiently to uh, the new trends in development and I think we are in uh, kind of safe hands in that regard because uh, Java has always out-innovated other people, uh, yeah. other technologies, and uh, I guess we are... And also has... we've seen uh, many projects come comes in uh, in Java also, uh, many uh, enterprise-grade projects. Yes. If you look at it, uh, the stability Java provides is uh, unmatched uh, in the enterprise world, so that's why most enterprise level companies, uh, starting from uh, Red Hat, IBM, Amazon, any of these companies, if they implement an enterprise uh, application, uh, they are, uh, unless if it is a very specific scenario where the application, uh, the, the language of choice provides significant advances uh, compared to a general purpose language. Okay, guys. Uh, thank. Thanks a lot, uh, uh, Harsha and uh, Chintaka, uh, for sharing your knowledge uh, around this topic. Uh, and guys, uh, if you're 
uh, interest on those topics uh, please follow us on any major uh, podcasting platform since we available on uh, all those platforms now uh, thanks a lot and uh, see you guys in next week